Thanks for listening to AI, the podcast where we explore the fascinating world of magic, witchcraft, and the supernatural. I'm your host and resident magician, and today we have a very interesting topic to discuss. Joining me is a special guest, an experienced practitioner who has some unique insights on why making a magical circle in Wicca is not as important as some might think. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to share my perspective on this topic. Fantastic. So let's dive right in. Many people believe that creating a magical circle is an essential part of Wiccan rituals. Can you enlighten us on why you think it's not as crucial as it's often portrayed? Absolutely. First of all, let me clarify that making a magical circle can indeed serve a purpose in certain rituals and practices. However, it's not a mandatory requirement for every Wiccan spell or ceremony. Wicca is a highly personal and diverse path, and flexibility is one of its core principles. Ah, flexibility, I like that. Can you give us some examples of rituals or spells where creating a circle might not be necessary? Certainly. Let's say you're performing a spell to manifest positive energy or to connect with nature. In such cases, the focus is more on your intention and the energy you're channeling, rather than the physical boundaries of a circle. You can still achieve your desired results without that traditional circle formation. Wow, that's eye-opening. But what about protection? Many Wiccans believe that a circle acts as a shield against negative energies and unwanted entities. Absolutely, protection is important, but it's not limited to the physical boundaries of a circle. Wiccans have various methods to protect themselves during rituals, such as cleansing and grounding techniques, invoking deities or spirit guides, or even using specific herbs or crystals. It's more about creating an energetic shield rather than relying solely on a circle. Ah, so it's like having multiple layers of protection. I never thought of it that way. Now, let's talk about leaving the circle. It's often emphasized that one should avoid leaving the circle once it's cast. Can you shed some light on that? Absolutely. The belief is that leaving the circle would weaken or disrupt the energy within it. However, in practical terms, there might be situations where leaving the circle becomes necessary. For example, if there's an emergency or if you need to retrieve a specific tool or ingredient. In such cases, Wiccans have a technique to open a doorway within the circle using the same object used to cast it, like a sword or staff. Ah, so it's like creating an exit without damaging the integrity of the circle. That's clever. And how do you close the circle or release the energy once you're done with the ritual? Great question. Closing the circle is an important part of any ritual. The energy that was raised, along with any residual energies, needs to be released appropriately. One common method is to draw the energy back into the athame or whatever tool was used to cast the circle. It's a way of saying goodbye and restoring balance to the surroundings. Fantastic. It seems like circle casting in Wicca is more about intention, energy manipulation, and personal preference rather than an absolute requirement. Thank you so much for sharing your insights on this topic. Do you have any final words or advice for our listeners? Thank you for having me. My advice to fellow Wiccans and those interested in Wicca is to embrace the diversity within the craft. Don't get too caught up in the strict rules or beliefs. 
Explore, experiment, and find what resonates with you personally. Trust your intuition and never be afraid to challenge the status quo. Absolutely phenomenal advice. Thank you once again for joining us today. And to all our listeners out there, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Magicast Today. I remember, the power is within you, and the magic is all around us. Stay curious, stay magical, and as always, keep shining.